Welcome back to Prompt Up Kicks. This is a podcast where uh, Chris and I were planning to go on a road trip and I wrote down a whole bunch of prompts for us to create the perfect road trip playlist. This is the podcast about that playlist we made. Yeah, it is. It's not even planning to go on a road trip. We went on it. Okay, yeah, we did go on it. What was your highlight? Of the road trip? If you can remember, it was so long ago. I mean... I don't really have much of a highlight. I remember going through Goulburn and you saying, hey, remember to wear your mask because there was a COVID case here. (laughs) A simpler time. (laughs) Yeah, much simpler time. To be fair, you were sick for a duration of that trip. Yeah, I was sick the whole duration. I felt bad for you. So on the way home, we called into a petrol station and I bought you a pair of hamburger earmuffs. Yeah, they're the cutest thing I ever owned. (laughs) Okay, well. Okay, so today's episode is, I believe, our favorite song of all time. Of all all damn time like all time from like you know when dinosaurs roamed the earth until now so we're including the possibility that caveman music might be on this episode yeah so there might be uh some classic rock music but not the rock music you're thinking of some rocks being banged together i was waiting for it you're welcome it's like that movie the croods that young girl wanted to get back out there and we're um we're keeping politics well and truly in the podcast podcast. oh okay yeah i agree to disagree (laughs) it's a Is it ever possible to have anything that's completely divorced of politics? Yeah, Crash Bandicoot. No, that's pretty political. That doctor, pretty sure that's (laughs) anti-Semitic. Moving on. So, favourite song of all time. You reckon this was a tough one for you? It wasn't a tough one for me at all. Was it a tough one for you, though? Hell yeah. This was a really hard one for me because I didn't know what, like, my criteria was for favourite song of all time. How is it hard to pick a criteria? Like, favourite song of all time is the criteria. How can you have trouble with that criteria i just i didn't know whether or not i could be like you know a song from this year or a song from two years ago a song from my childhood okay it was just like because i got so many favorite songs i didn't know which one was gonna be of all time true i guess i guess the way that i figure the song it's just one that you like to revisit one that like really resounds for you well if you put it that way, I think my favourite song of all time was chosen like 10 prompts ago. Oh yeah? What was that one? It was Alex Lay. Oh great. Oh great. <laughs> oh great to you because this is also going to be another Alex Lay song. Oh sweet. So hit us with it. What is it? It's um, Wes Anderson. Oh. 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 because it is one of my favourite songs of all time. But it isn't the favourite song of all time. Okay. There are a couple others that were probably ranked higher, but we've already touched upon them and we want to keep the show interesting. So I don't (laughs) want to be talking about the same four tracks each episode. Yeah, otherwise the listeners would get bored. Your co-host would get extremely bored. She would blow her brains across a fucking wall if she had to listen to it every time that she edits it back. Well, wow, that was graphic. (laughs) I'm just, I'm just warning you. Okay, you're at, you're at the breaking point. Yeah, I'm at the breaking point with Alex Lay. We are in nearing the end of our two week self isolation period, and it has been painful. I have had my AirPods in most of the time. <laughs> yeah, it's just because I've been screaming from the other room, and he wants to drown me out. Anyways, yes. So it's just a song I really appreciate the sound of, as it just sounds pleasant to listen to. Are there any, like, lyrics that you find really interesting? All of them. No, all, all, all the song is really good. 
<laughs> the verses sound nice. The chorus is even better. And then it just builds up into this nicely delivered bridge towards the end. Oh, cool. Yeah. Would you say that this is like the perfect song then? I would go that far. Yeah, maybe that's why it's one of my favorite songs of all time. I can find no imperfection in it. Would you listen to this song on repeat if you had to? Yeah. Yeah, it's one of the songs I do listen back to regularly. Mm-hmm. If you were like on a deserted island, would yeah, you bring be this one song? Yeah, be one of the top ten songs I'd bring. No, no, no. You can only bring one song. Would this be your one Probably song? Probably not, no. Okay, well but then... That's not the prompt. That's, <laughs> this isn't songs you'd take on a deserted island. Well, you just wait till that episode and then I'm going to test your friggin' limits. I'll just go on to Spotify and find a Bear Grylls audiobook. <laughs> that's not a song. That's a song. <laughs> it's a track. No, it's just a song that I can always revisit and enjoy it as much as the first time I heard it, I guess. Yeah, that's nice. But yeah, it's um, from Ladies 2016 EP, B-Grade University. Ep. Yep. Yeah, it's from an ep. And it's, yeah, one of the stronger tracks from the five-song collection, I believe. So let's get into the tea then. What would you say is the weakest song on that EP? Oh. Leave Me Alone. Like, that's not me singing it. That's how it's written. Written out? Is probably the weakest on that EP. That makes sense because you've never played it in this house before. Yeah. <laughs> Whenever I'm making a playlist and like I go to put songs from that EP into that playlist, I always leave that one out. Okay. Well, you heard it here first, guys. He does have Alex Leahy songs that he doesn't like. Yeah, I do. <laughs> so that's basically it for me. It's just a really nice sounding song. Not actually my favorite song of all time, but the choices were pretty slim because I've already picked a few that would have taken its place. Yeah. You're on my mind and you're all mine. You're the best night's sleep I've ever had. I think you'll find if we rewind, the trouble never finds a place to land. about me and my favorite song of all time that sounded really good you're welcome (laughs) yeah what about you um so my favorite song of all time that i chose it's from a band called bright eyes uh and it's the song first day of my life this is the first day of my life swear i was born right in the doorway I went out in the rain, suddenly everything changed They're spreading blankets on the beach Yours is the first face that I saw I think I was blind before I met you And I don't know where I am, I don't know where I've been But I know where I want to go so this song was released in 2005. It's on the album I'm Wide Awake, It's Morning, which is a bit of a mouthful. Um, I just think that it's a really nice and sweet, like, realistic love song. Ditches all the unrealistic tropes of other love songs. Yeah, it's not like, oh, I'm gonna love you for forever and I'm gonna love you just for tonight. You know, those kind of pop songs. Yeah, it's either in the heat of the moment or forever, there's no middle ground. Yeah, um, whereas this song, it's more about working towards 
building a loving relationship building something great over time yeah like one of the my favorite lines from it is it's sort of like the ending line of the song it's i'd rather be working for a paycheck than waiting to win the lottery i guess some people could see it as like pessimistic about relationships and stuff like that but you know i'd rather be working towards putting my effort into someone and something rather than just waiting on the one-off chance that i meet mr perfect who checks all the boxes or whatever you already met him but yeah yeah. (laughs) i'm sitting right across from him so yeah i guess this song's wrong right well you're just that one in a million (laughs) um but yeah um the music video itself is like a really beautiful music video it's just features a whole bunch of like it's really simple it's just a a couch not that kind of couch um with people (laughs) <laughs> with people sitting on it, like listening to the song through headphones, or at least you're presuming that they're listening to the song with headphones. As far as we know, it's just people sitting on a couch with headphones on. Yeah, they could be listening to anything. Yeah, they could be listening to anything, but it's implied that they're listening to this song, and it's like goes through different couples, like old couples, young couples. There's like, there's like a dog sitting there with headphones on. Are you kidding? They got headphones on the dog? Yeah, they put headphones on a dog. There's like a, a pregnant woman with the headphones on a little tummy so that the baby can hear it. Um, mm. There'll be like pictures or people holding like pictures and portraits of their loved ones and like listening to the song itself. Oh, um, that's sad. It is sad, but if you think about it, it doesn't have to be sad because if you just remember, hey, these are just casted actors. They're probably not real people. Um, then you get to live pessimistically uh, in ignorance, I guess. Ignorance is bliss. <laughs> it straight up is. Don't um, go on Facebook. Don't watch the news. Just live in your own head. Yeah, just just stay inside, live in your own head. What more do you need? And as for, you know, you'd rather be working for a paycheck than waiting to win the lottery, to the people out there on Centrelink, you've done both. Congratulations. <laughs> God. Claim that disaster payment as much as you can. Yeah, do it for all of us. And you said... This is the first day of my life I'm glad I didn't die before I met you But now I don't care, I could go anywhere with you And I'd probably be happy So if you wanna be with me With these things there's no telling We just have to wait and see but I'd rather be working for a paycheck than waiting to win the lottery. Uh-huh. I've heard the song before and I think it's really beautiful too. Yeah, I think it's it's interesting that it's such a beautiful song because Connor Oberst, who is the lead singer of Bright Eyes, he can't sing for shit. If you listen back to his voice, you're like, God damn, how did this man get a big ass career? But I think it's because he has such beautiful way with like lyricism like if you break it down he's just an amazing poet at the poor like at the at his core um so it doesn't really matter what his singing voice actually sounds like because what he's saying is yeah the so power of the powerful. lyrics is enough yeah absolutely i mean he doesn't sound terrible he still can sort of sing not really he has a shaky voice does he sound like hobo johnson i would say that hobo johnson can sing better no. than <laughs> <laughs> Oh, okay. Well, Greta Van Fleet can technically sing. Yeah, they're just 40 years overdue. Like, they, you know, they're just milking the sound she... that's been done. Wah, 
Anyway, that's the, that's that's a story for another podcast. And you hold my hand and stay around. They're so bad. <laughs> I hate them so much. I have a conspiracy theory about the Greta Van Fleet. So I work in a place where they'll play music and they'll sell music as well, like CDs and stuff. Whenever they release an album, we get uh like censored versions sent to us from the record labels that we're supposed to play in store i feel like it's a fucking conspiracy to get people to like greta van fleet that they're just playing them in store all the fucking time wait so there's censored versions of their songs yeah like a lot of like producers like companies will send like censored like clean versions to the store so that they can greta play van it in fleet store. doesn't strike me as a band that would use um, profanity in their lyrics. Yeah, but they do strike me as a band who would be like the cocaine on the streets, like something like that. You're just that. saying that because you saw the Saturday Night Live performance <laughs> where he is obviously on cocaine. His jaw was still backstage. <laughs> yeah. But um, back to Bright Eyes. Yeah. Yeah. Back to Bright Eyes. Um, he can't but sing, but he's a strong lyricist, so that's enough. That's all he needs. Can he play any instruments? He plays guitar. I know that. I think so he, he takes plays piano. two out of three boxes for a frontman. So musically talented in terms of he can play an instrument. Mm-hmm. He can write and perform lyrics. Yep. However, the performance is a bit, bit lacking. Yeah. Still, it's a great song. Do yourself a favor and go listen to it. Maybe listen to the Alex Lay if you want. <laughs> um, and if you're ever in a mood just to sink deep down into depression have a listen to a bit of bright eyes you know it'll make you feel really introspective and if you're pissed off and you feel like hey can i get any more pissed off greta van fleet look them up (laughs) make sure you watch the music video too because the lead singer does kind of look like hobo johnson not the lead singer sorry not the music video listen to watch the snl live performance of it she where we oh wow oh greta van fleet welcome (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah, so that's your pick? That is my pick. Do you have a pick for an honorable mention? Because we're already going fourth way down the list. What is... Yeah, like, so I was just scraping the bottom of the barrel here. <laughs> yeah. There's going to be something from the Smith Street Band. Could have easily have been, like, Birthdays or Passiona or something. Because that is a song that I'll, like, sometimes listen to on repeat. But then there's other days where it's like, no, I don't really feel like listening to the Smith Street Band today. I'm not that depressed. <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to go with Catfish and the Bottleman. Mm-hmm. Seven. I beg you, but you know I'm never home. I love you, but I need another year alone. I've tried to ignore it every time you phone. But I never come close. Seven. <laughs> I'm trying to remember how that song goes. It's the one that I said that I like and I don't even remember it. Yeah. It's from the album The Ride. Would- yeah, that means yeah. nothing to me. Yeah. Oh my God. So this song is talking about having a year alone. Is there something you need to tell me? Well, no. Like, even if there was any inkling of me that wanted to have a year alone, I couldn't because we can't go anywhere. <laughs> You're stuck with me for until lockdown ends. Well, I, volunteer- I-, I volunteer to be stuck with you, but like, oh. even if I didn't, I couldn't. <laughs> even if I wanted to, I couldn't. Yeah, this you've... is how I would break up with my girlfriend if I did. OJ Simpson. <laughs> Harsh. <laughs> okay, so what makes the song one of your favourites? One of your all-time favourites? Well, like the, like the other one, it's a good song. <laughs> the bar's very low for a song to be one of my all-time favourites. It just has to be a good song. Yeah, but what, fi- what makes... There's emotion a... behind it. All right, Jesus, that was oh, a bit aggressive. Don't... <laughs> <laughs> don't ask questions you're scared to hear the answer to. <laughs> Oh, I'm so scared to be told this song sounds good. Therefore, it's good. (laughs) (laughs) 
It's emotional, right? Okay, all right, yeah. And I feel like it's just the experiences I had listening to it. Mm-hmm. My good friend, Kieran P., Showed me this song. Hey, yo, Kiri P. And then once once I heard it, I was hooked. I spent like the next week listening to it on repeat until I sort of got sick of it. Had a week break, revisited it. I'm like, no, nah, it still slaps. <laughs> I feel like that's your trend with any song that you like. You just beat it to death. And if I still like it after that, it's certified. <laughs> Cred approved. So that was my introduction yeah. to yeah. Catfish in a Bottle Man, that song. And I was I was playing it one day recently and my good friend joma m told me hey cred like this song's really good but have you heard the rest of the album and that's <gasps> when my mind was blown okay yeah and we listened to it it's in ju- it's like full and it's full duration i'm like yeah y- you're not wrong joma this is a really good really good Hi, song joma m just letting you know you're correct about this being a very good album yeah forwarded him and message a couple of days later hey man that album actually slaps <laughs> i'm gonna ask someone to get me the vinyl of it for christmas it's a great song yeah very strong strong verses strong chorus and then just a amazing bridge and i guess just like strong arms from the <laughs> band members yeah yeah. They did really well to put that together. Yeah. But yeah, that's, that's my honourable mention. Would have been Smith Street Band, but we've actually, we've opted for Catfish and the Bottleman. Mm. We being my brain. <laughs> what about you? My honourable mention is actually a song from a movie. I completely had forgotten about it to put it into like the favourite movie song category. Yeah. But it recently came back up on my Spotify and I've just been listening to it ever since and it made me remember how much I love this song um so <laughs> this song is called river rocket um it's from the movie swiss army man and it was written by andy hull and robert mcdowell but performed by paul dano and our sweet little baby daniel radcliffe harry potter harry potter song on this song so it was from the movie swiss army man and that was released in 2016 have you seen that movie no yeah i haven't can you can you tell me the plot to it <laughs> okay so basically um paul dano's character paul dano dano whatever Danny boy yeah <laughs> paul uh he rocks up on a deserted island and he's like freaking out because he doesn't know what to do on a deserted island and then he finds the cadaver of daniel radcliffe um and then obviously because he's just like so alone and all like wilson uh <laughs> He makes a friend out of this cadaver and he starts realizing whether it's like a delusion or whatever that he can use the corpse to fulfill different tasks. I haven't seen the whole movie because like 10 minutes into it, they, (laughs) he like sits up little Daniel Radcliffe's corpse, sticks his fingers in his mouth and I know that it's water and I know that it's all fake, but the corpse ends up just projectiling fresh water that Paul Dano is able to drink and he starts drinking it. And I have a thing about vomit and everything like that. And it just completely 
terrified me. So it's <laughs> just called shut it off. Swiss Army Man, like a Swiss Army knife, but it's a man. So Daniel Radcliffe is a multi-tool. Yeah, he's basically a multi-tool. It's, like it's, if you think of like David Hasselhoff in the SpongeBob movie, where they're riding yeah. him like a boat. They ride the Hoff, yeah. yeah. Yeah, they ride Daniel Radcliffe like that too. Wow. Yeah. It's interesting that Daniel Radcliffe's performance as a dead person was more lively than any of his previous performances. Oy. <laughs> you tell that. To Harry mother- Potter, I will. <laughs> They're going to sacrifice himself. <laughs> Scabbers, you stupid bloody rat. I'll take the lot. <laughs> Anything from the trolley? I'll take the lot. No, you fucking won't. There's other kids <laughs> on this train, mate. I am the... You are the first frigging capsule that I've visited on this carriage. And if you take everything from this trolley, you're putting all the other kids at a disadvantage and they'll have to live this trip like you've been living your whole life under those frigging stairs. That's right. Like, you know, give Harry Potter an inch and he takes a mile, greedy little (laughs) shit. Daniel Radcliffe, bourgeoisie confirmed. Uh, He is bourgeoisie. He becomes a cop. What? I know. What? I know. So the whole song and the whole soundtrack for the movie, it's all a cappella. So each like line and each sound of music and stuff like that is made by... The only instrument is the voice. Yeah, basically. Um, and I think that that fits really well into the theme of being on a deserted island because it feels more realistic. Like you're deserted on an island, all that you have is yourself and your voice. So that music sort of really represents that isolation yeah. that they feel like on the island um no my favorite line out of the song is uh we just have to remember that we're all here for a purpose and the universe picks its time wow yeah right it's like you know something i'd get tattooed on me i reckon right it, it, it's a little bit too wordy to get tattooed comfortably but you know tell me more about the song i don't know what it's more acapella to- <laughs> can yeah. you recreate some of the sounds you have you have the instrument right here yeah um so one of the sounds is Oh no, it's not like that. Stop it. Oh, I'll cue you when you can come in. Oh, oh, oh God! <laughs> I'm so sorry for caressing. No, assaulting your ears with that one. You're welcome. You can thank me for the serenade later. <laughs> but yeah, it's. I would fully recommend that even if you don't watch the movie just like listen to the song um no listen to the songs listen to the album and then watch the movie i just think that that album and that movie and that song should get a little bit more recognition so that's your honorable mention that's my honorable mensch do you reckon like podcasters in the future will talk back about us like hey yeah just like those podcasters a few years ago that talked about music no why not i think that in 70 years we'll be like i used to be on a radio show it was on the internet. I think that's more likely to happen. Is it going to be after or before the like great podcast radio wars of the 2030s? Oh my god, I don't want to go up against Rogan. Easy, I'll take him. Bro, he's like MMA. Yeah, and I'm like, is MMA, has he ever heard of like UDL, UFC? I'd go him. UDL, UFC? <laughs> Did you say UDL? I'm just throwing up abbreviations. Okay, all right. Speaking of uh, abbreviations, G2G, TTYL. LMAO. <laughs> LMFAO. Um, this has been Propped Up Kicks. I am Chris. I am April. Beep, boop, beep, beep. We'll see you next time. <laughs>